When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, everybody. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. And this is our podcast. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. This is what we love to do. I know. Well, yeah. and a lot of times we do this. It comes out on a Tuesday. A lot of times we do this at the end of a long week where we yes. can just kind of take a break and decompress. And this week has been really long. Yes. You know, and I feel like it's been, we are at the six month mark of uh, this pandemic uh, and our response or kind of quarantine shelter in place and just altered life although things are starting to feel like they're getting more back to normal i mean we're going out more but we're wearing masks so we're getting on with life but it was severely altered and we're i've heard so many people in the last week say at the six month mark this is where they've hit the wall and i actually read an article um and I should I need to find it and link it from somebody who um, makes you know who works in d- disaster responses. Like they go into communities and they stay for a year to help them rebuild after earthquakes, tornadoes, and they say the six month mark. It's a real thing. And so the fact that we I feel so many people I've talked to and communicated with even over social media, this six month mark is a real thing. So it helped me just to know. Okay, I'm not alone. That if you feel like you're hitting a wall right now, I am holding your hand and we're running through that wall together because there's no choice. Got to keep going. But I'm super feeling it. Are you feeling that too? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said something. I thought it was just because I had a hellish week, but maybe it is. I think it's you. You had a very busy. We're so thankful. P.S. We have found ways to we were supposed to be. Part of the income we thought we were going to have this year was going to speak at conferences and be right. keynotes at conferences and perform at conferences, um, and those got canceled. But we found a way um, through digital conferences to you know make so Penn's done a lot of work for that. He's some he's directing behind videos behind the scenes. So praise Jesus, very thankful for the work. But it was very 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 busy week, especially for you. So six that's six months is so interesting. Like. So we're not buying the pandemic a six month anniversary present like we would if we were dating someone. It's no. the opposite. We are 
like we're we're over it to a point that it's it's a wall that you hit and it leads to stuff like despair and anxiety and probably depression and all yeah. like all kinds of other stuff start popping up now, right? Because think about it. The first few months, it was like the um, adrenaline of it, right? So we were getting by. I remember not being able to sleep because I was so jacked on adrenaline and it was the novelty of it. And it was a little bit of panic, of course, but it, it there was there was I'm not saying it was easy, but it felt like we were all in this together. You know, we were there was some it, you know that immediate sort of disaster response. There was community, yeah. even if you couldn't be together. Now, I mean, let's face it: the world, our world in the United States, is very sharply divided over the response. Yeah. Our communities are really divided, and so on top of. Just being in a pandemic, there's social justice issues that are just maddening and infuriating. And there's all these layers of it. So I think that, yeah, we've all collectively as a world hit hit the hit a wall, but we don't have a real choice but to go on. And I think and I pray and that's, you know, what I've been reading is that we'll, we're going to get through it. I mean, yeah. in terms of just this six month wall. Yeah. But hearing all of that and hearing six months and knowing like even some of the things that have happened this week, like how is your empath self doing right now? I had a really, really tough week. Yeah. Um, uh, the decisions came down about Brianna Taylor um, and, and it was just infuriating. And some of the response, I mean, I what would heal me is to get off social media <laughs> and to stop reading the news. But as a concerned citizen, I can't afford to be ignorant, so I yeah. can't not do that. So I, there was like a battle, but I, I was like vibrating with rage a lot of this week, and it it kept me my productivity really suffered where, so you were, you were very, very busy. So I had two days by myself at home without you, not by myself, but without you. So I was trying, I had a long list of stuff I needed to do, all the behind the scenes stuff. And I was pretty, I, I felt like I'd been shot with a trank dart. Cause I was like, yeah. Whoa, I can't do anything. And just my creativity was zapped. I just felt like I was very, and, and then I felt shame about that, that I wasn't being productive and I wasn't being creative. And our, our business now depends on us being creative and coming up with those things. So you should, you should go easier on yourself about that. There, no one is super creative every week of their lives. I know people think like I've had people come up to me and say, well, how do you do it every week? Well, we don't. Sometimes we suck. <laughs> Sometimes it's not that good. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you keep going, right? Yeah. You, I mean, and look, I, I could tell it was hurting you. I hate the fact, and we'll talk about this probably leading up to our book, but my, my special thing, my secret contract, which is now a, a a public contract in this marriage is I am the person who keeps people's spirits up. Right. And if I'm not there, I can't do it. So it was tough for me not being able to help out with that. Yeah. Um, yours is to keep everything together. Mm -hmm. And you know, we were, it's funny. We were apart for like a total of eight, no, <laughs> 16 hours this yeah. week. And it sounds like we're talking about a traumatic separation. Here. It, was it was weird. <laughs> I think from being we, we're together so much, we are, we are together so much and especially the last six months. And the fact that you were gone for eight hours, it was, 
That's I, normal. It's normal. But it, it, it didn't feel but normal. Weird, and it was it was it was very yeah. strange. Well, let's paint a picture now. So uh, she was vibrating with fear. She had a very difficult week. She is now um, in a very comfortable chair, and she has put on Ugh. this pair of pants that she's owned for fifteen years now. That has holes in all the wrong places. <laughs> it has a hole in the crotch, and I'm sitting. I'm, I'm I have underpants on, so we're fine. But I'm sitting not in a very. But you could leg. pee through it without taking your pants off <laughs> with these pants so but to me that's like that is um that is a sign of good things to come i think oh. we're in a in a position that we can kind of relax a little bit and be with you guys and we're going to be with you um in the sense also that we're taking some of your questions today yes I, I went to the old instagram and i said do you have any marriage relationship parenting or just just general questions and yeah. we got so many so many that we're probably not gonna be to fit them all in today. Did Christy Brinkley have any questions for us? You guys, Christy Brinkley <laughs> follows us. And guess who else now follows us? I don't, I mean, Jennifer Aniston follows us on Instagram. I don't even want to say it out loud because she might, I think she may have done it by accident. So I yeah. don't want to like bring. Or maybe I, her people. Her people. Yeah. I mean, she probably has people. That's great. And I love Jennifer Aniston. But remember, I grew up in the 80s. Right. And I'm a man. So Christy Brinkley. Yes. Oh, who is adorable. Yes, she's awesome. Yes. So she's um, keeping it tight too. I know. So so what did Christy have to ask us? She she Christy didn't get her question okay. in time. Well, I'm well sure. you know what? We'll 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 do this again and we'll see if she has any questions for um, us. Um okay, there's so many good ones. Um Mrs. M. Marks, what was the best and worst time in your marriage? How did you get through it? Oh God. Yeah. Um okay. The boy. Uh, I'm trying to think. Do you already have an answer? Or do you want me? To I don't go? know if I, okay. I, I. I don't know. Um, uh, I, I don't want to say the best time was the honeymoon, but the honeymoon. <laughs> the honeymoon was. <laughs> why, why? Why can't I say that? The yes. honeymoon was the best time in our marriage, and I'm not saying that to say that it's all been downhill from there. However, by definition, that is what I'm saying. <laughs> It was just a really good honeymoon. Well, we like right. I, I also say like you could take a honeymoon in the Holland, Holland Tunnel and have a great time because it's you have no responsibilities. I go to weddings and I'm so jealous of people taking honeymoons. That's I would say we have had some. We've had days where we're like, this is the best marriage day ever, mm-hmm. and and I think it's hard to pick a oh like the day in London. Oh, had, right that might have been the best day. Oh, this is good because the next day was the worst day. Oh my gosh, you guys. Fun. Okay. So we had, um, we went to go speak at VidCon, which is this like YouTube conference in London. And so we flew there and we built in an extra day just to have like married people alone day. And it was the best day. And ever. it was a rare, like 70 degree, 65 degree day in London, sunny. We spent, obviously, this is pre-pandemic. We spent the day, we went to like a five-star Michelin, five-star lunch. At Veraswami. And then Amazing. And then went to like this pub with like sticky floors for dinner. And then we got like tickets to see Book of Mormon front row at the last minute. We and also we went, found this random French restaurant that you couldn't get into, but they were like, well, you could sit at the bar. You can sit at the bar for 45 minutes. We only had 45 minutes. So and, like, and there was like a line around the corner, but they let us in because we only wanted 45 minutes. Yeah. And, and so it was like every, at every turn, like the doors magically opened for us. Yeah. And then we went back to our lovely hotel and we had a drink and the, the, the hotel, it was just, and we 
we were like skipping and holding hands. It was like out of a movie. Everything was like in slow motion. And we were in sync. We weren't watching TV. We weren't on our screens. We were we were having great conversations. Oh my gosh, it was lovely. They, the last drink that we had like was this bartender who had it created a menu that the drinks were all moments in your life. So one of them was like first kiss first kiss one of them was like high school graduation and we ordered the drinks and they tasted like it and they just brought up the oh my gosh it was so amazing so we get into bed and our it was midnight and our car to take us to the airport was coming at 6 a.m and and that's when the worst day of our marriage started so midnight i go and pen's like i don't feel so good and he goes and throws up which is kind of gross sorry if that even because by the way my my cousin nicole gets very triggered even hearing about getting sick so we'll all say um, do you want me to not make the noise don't, please don't make the noise it, like it makes her physically ill so there's an actual con- like i have misophonia she has an issue where she can't even hear about it okay i was joking i wasn't gonna okay. make the noise so um so he gets sick i'm like you just drank too much 30 seconds later i get sick and we are alternating getting sick all night long and then they 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 call upstairs they're like your car's here yeah we need to mention that we had to get up and get on a 7 a.m flight right right, right. and we had to get back because our child like the people taking care of our children had to leave and so we thought it was obviously food poisoning because we both got it we both got the same time so we didn't feel like it was contagious it was obviously food poisoning it was Flying back with food poisoning was the worst thing ever, and we'll just leave it at that. And it was terrible. It ended up being the norovirus, which is a C and an O short of the coronavirus. Um, yeah, it, it, was... beca- it is. By the way, it is foodborne. Yeah. Did you guys know that that the um I, I keep it's, it can be both. Yeah, you can get it both ways. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we we like no one knows about anything other than the coronavirus now. And that's, I know. Uh, I know. And about. it seems like so weird that we got an airplane puking, right. um, but we thought it was food poisoning. Yes. So, so sorry. At, at any rate. Um, that was the best day and the worst day. But and it's have to, I, we've had some dark times. Yeah, we've had some like really bad and fights. We, we've we went we've been through marriage counseling, and we have a book coming out that we're going to talk a lot about, and it's going to be available for pre order. And it's literally called Everybody Fights, and we've been through. I, I, I we call him our marriage coach. And we've gone to him enough times, not because we were ever on the brink of despair, but because we never wanted to be there. But we've had some doozy of a fights. Um, I think uh, when I think with the darkest time that I can remember is I had really bad postpartum depression after yep. PC. And, and the world was just very dark. And it was just hard because he was working this crazy news schedule. And I was... And so it wasn't. It was just a hard time to be in partnership because yeah, I, I mean, was so low. We had these two kids that needed us, and it was just. It was very hard. Yeah, if we're talking about an extended period of time, the worst part for me was the morning show, and it wasn't. It was the worst part of my marriage, and the worst part of those last ten years because I couldn't get my rhythm right. I couldn't get my brain right. And I also just felt like we weren't connecting at all. Yeah. And then on top of the on top of that, the postpartum, we didn't like we didn't we didn't really know what it was. Right. Right. We didn't know what we it was. We didn't know how to name it. Yeah. We we you know, Penn was the person who was like, I think you have postpartum depression. I think you need to go to a doctor. He drove me to a doctor. He drove me to a therapist. He was very, and like he helped yeah. me fill the medication. Like he did all those things. And, um, but that was the longest yeah. extended period of hard yeah. marriage. And time. my favorite extended period, 
like top highest point. I think it's been the last few years. Yeah. Like writing a book with you, being able to like finally get to a point at a business with you where we're communicating with each other better because of that counseling, like talking about what we want. Um, our kids have become a little bit more independent. So we've had some more time for ourselves and you know, you're still keeping it tight. So I think like all those, <laughs> you put all those things together. Honestly, the last couple of years have been like my favorite parts of the marriage. So that was a long answer. Sorry. Sorry. And then we, we also worked in some food poisoning. Yeah. How do you guys maintain this? Oh, this is Aquens is asking, how do you guys maintain your friendship with one another? You seem to enjoy each other's company. Uh, we're honest. <laughs> we, yeah. uh, we, we try to really, really keep our egos in check. And, um, we are very honest about not only what we want, but we make sure and tell each other what we don't want. And we tell each other what we like. Mm -hmm. So like positive reinforcement and just like brutal honesty. Those have been the big things. Oh, and also uh, we have gotten some great little tips about just how not to escalate things through the roof. And there are little tricks like, you know, say three nice things about someone before you <laughs> criticize them, which is, uh, you know, I've, I've heard that before. And sometimes you're like, well, doesn't that just mean like the first three things you're not going to listen to because you know, something's coming and it doesn't, you, yeah. you, 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 you can take all three of them. Uh, I think we do genuinely enjoy each other's company. I think we are each other's people. And I think we communicate really well, even when it's really hard. But I don't think you can practice or counsel just plain liking someone. And I I think that I just like Penn a whole lot and he's really funny. So I think that I need funny in my life and I'm very attracted to his sense of humor. And um, I, so I think that <laughs> he just made this. Well, all right. <laughs> I, I, She's laughing. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> no I, She's I, laughing I, at what a dork I am is what's I, happening. But I, I, I 100% find it I, I we laugh every single day he makes me laugh every single day so I think that that really helps uh, VB underscore SYD asks when did you guys know two when did you guys know two kids was enough okay so the postpartum yeah uh, I mean I think that's yeah that's I, a really easy we, one to answer I think I came into the marriage thinking I wanted three maybe four kids my mom is the oldest of five and their family and every we got together every Sunday I have 15 first cousins like I have this big crazy extended family and I thought I wanted that and then postpartum hit and it was real. And it lasted a really long time. And so by the time the clouds parted on that, I think, you know, I was obviously on medication. I was in counseling. Um, but he was probably three or four years old before I kind of was able to see the sunshine again. And by that point, it, I got thinking about doing that again mm -hmm. gave me extreme – I was anxious about like – Oh, it's like, you know, like you're climbing up a roller coaster and you know it's coming. Yeah. So even thinking about it, I was like, oh, God, I can't do that again. And so then I was like, oh, well, what what if we we do have like an adoption? Like what, what if we adopt? There's so many kids that need good homes. And we knew somebody that was walking that path. And it was so – it was also so tough. I was like, I am so <laughs> – 
I needed to be a little selfish and protect my just mental health. So to, I was like, then we have two kids and that's what it is. And so that's, that's what it is. My, my answer was a lot more simple because I saw what it did to you and I was just not good. Like I wasn't, I mean, I was going to keep doing the thing that would cause <laughs> a baby it. to happen, but I like, I wasn't going to let that happen. Like it, you, you can talk as much as you want to about how it affected you. I think with postpartum, like you, just like a baby, you may even have a little bit of an am, of amnesia about how dark that was for you. But as a, as a person observing it from a distance, it was, I mean, man, that I, I knew you were in pain and a lot of pain. And like, we had two kids. I know. That's I, like, we're repopulating the earth correctly. I have nothing against people who have bigger families, but for me, I was like, let's just stop, which is funny because we're YouTube uh, creators and there's this, like it, all the family vlogs, like you, they'll have like 175 kids because it's great content. You yeah. can just keep having babies. I know. And I think we um, went to, we went to one of those YouTube conferences <laughs> and they're like, you know, she's pregnant again. That's an, that's another million subscribers right there. And I was like, What? And they're like, well, I mean, we didn't do it just for that, but it's, I was like, oh, that is disgusting. And that was the last time we ever went to that conference. <laughs> um, Everyone in that conference was pregnant except for uh, me. I was like, hey guys, you want some wine? <laughs> oh, can't do it. Um, no, um, and honestly, also, I think we hit it out of the park with our two kids. I know, they're pretty I mean, great. Yes. If, we, if we didn't have like a boy and a girl, I mean, we may have talked about it like some people yeah. you know, like, but, but but not after not after postpartum um no that i do remember the doctor going you need to go like the pediatrician we were at an appointment and the doctor was like you need to go right now you yeah. need to like here's here's somebody you need to talk to like drive straight there this is where we are and i do i do have I, I feel um, I, I don't punish myself for it anymore, but there was a time I shame, right? Yeah, because, I, felt, I yeah. felt shame in that I saw other moms really enjoying their babies and I didn't ever really have time to enjoy my babies. And I look at pictures and I don't remember taking them and I'm like, I don't, I feel bad that are used to now it's like, dude, I have great kids. We made it through. High five me. But I used to feel very, um, I felt shame. Yeah. For not being like the mom that like made t-shirts with their birthdays on it and all that crap that really productive moms yeah. do. But. Well, we're, we're on the other side of that now, which is good. And, uh, you will not have any more postpartum depression because <laughs> you will not have any more kids. Nope. I just have the regular depression now. That's right. Just the normal <laughs> run of the mill anxiety and depression. I'm sorry. And honey. Well, that just, leads into our next question, um, which is from T Ty Nori. <laughs> Ty Norrell. You're doing an, a real bang up job with these names. I got to tell you, how do you two stay positive? <clears throat> How do you two stay positive? Uh, that's that, I think that's a honestly that's a good general question that we can delve into. We did a whole podcast last yep. two weeks ago about Penn's tips for staying positive because he is my human golden retriever. He is in general a very he kind of wakes up and for the most part can be a I think there's a difference between being positive and just being generally happy. So I think sometimes, believe it or not, Penn is more pessimistic with things, but he is generally a very happy person. Yeah. Um, I can be very, I can be 
very optimistic about, you know, things in business and, and all that stuff. But I generally am not a very happy person. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy. And there shouldn't be any shame in that either. Like it's the way yeah. that you're wired. We, the, the podcast, we talked about ways that it just sort of came naturally to me. And when I, it was funny cause we got some great comments when I kind of verbalized what it was that I did, it can be helpful for people who are wired a different way. My, I think there were a bunch of them, maybe five or six tips, but I'll give you one. When something good happens in your life, when something great happens in your life, no matter what it is, if you find a penny on the ground or if you um, have a really nice BM or if, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, like if anything that just is like satisfying to you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You like take, oh my God. Um, that was probably a bad example. No, but I mean, let me tell you. Yeah. One. So yeah. T- take a, <laughs> t- I, now there's this, now there's these you know, visuals that I'm getting but anyway, but just let that moment kind of wash over you. Like take a moment and appreciate it and don't move on to, Oh, well this means, and Oh, well now I got to do this. Sit in the moment of something great that's happening for long enough for it to wash over you. And it will elevate your mood. Uh, since you kind of told me because you instantly, you kind of come with that, um, since you told me that, I've really been trying. And it it's, helps. I know it's not it's not natural to some people. No, but it helps just to kind of take those, even just we had we had, had some gorgeous weather last week. And yeah. I just like sat there. I'm like, wow, we are, this moment, This it, it's it's a pretty perfect moment. God, and, what a great example. That's a way better example than a nice BM. I'm glad <laughs> that you, that's better. Thank you, honey. Um, so living the rosy life says I think you got that one right TMI but how often do long time married couples have sex how long how how long time that's what it says how often do long often time? okay I thought you I thought you're asking how long was it <laughs> oh god bless America or how, how often. often okay well um I, I don't, <laughs> he's not seen these questions I don't want to speak for anybody else but if I'm if I'm not on a 2x a week situation I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a rotten mood and I am always shooting for hitting the over on that. Um, 
However, you guys, that comes with work. Um, when you are longtime parents, when you have kids. We actually have a chapter and a half dedicated yeah. this to our upcoming book. Um, but I will tell you that we schedule it. We talk about like, hey, um, so <laughs> even today, I was like, okay, we have to pick up the kids at three. Do you think we can like sneak one in before? Like seriously, yeah. we, yeah, we, and it, it, to, it, it is not, that's not really romantic, but it works. And it ended kind of with like, I'm not sure. But I'm sure as heck going to try. Yes. Like that, <laughs> that's how that ended. So, and uh, usually when it ends like that, it ends well. It ends well. Yeah. And I think that you have to, for people that are working from home, we have kids at home all the time now. I think that we, you have to not be super romantic about it. You have to not. It expect, can still be romantic. Yeah. But I don't think I think. I, there's no expectation of music and rose petals and candles lit. It's like that's correct. Yes. So um, yeah, but I enjoy it, and I yeah. So good talk, good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you are you really embarrassed right now? No. Okay. Um, Amber Quint twenty twenty two. How do you handle parenting decisions that you disagree on? Oh boy. Um, well, that's a tricky one. It is tricky. Right? Because it's it's not about you and your feelings and your subjective needs. Because those should never be discounted. If I say I feel whatever to you, like you have to validate that and vice versa. When it's about our kids, we're into the should sphere. Mm-hmm. Like what should we do? And we sh- we hate the word should. Yeah. So that can be tricky, right? Because if we have different feelings about how we should do something, it's very rarely going to be resolved with one of us saying, Oh yeah, you're right. And it's, this is tricky for us to answer because we haven't really full scale disagreed on anything major. There's been plenty of little things in terms of you probably don't agree with how much. So I love to cook. And I, I literally cook every single meal for my kids. You probably think they should do it themselves and probably have some more independence and on that. But I, it brings me joy. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe even more specifically. But that's little. We, that's so little. Well, well we, have, we do have a, a little bit more of a philosophical argument about how much to boost them in academics and or let them fail. Yeah. And we're still in the middle of that one. And so what we're doing with that is trying a little bit of both. Yeah. Right. I think maybe, maybe the best answer to this is try a little bit of both. Um, like teach your, you know, tr- treat your children as loved ones, but also little science experiments. <laughs> you can try both things, especially when they're younger and, and take a look and come to a conclusion after that. Uh, they're resilient little suckers. They'll be fine with that. Mm-hmm. Lindsay Irwin, what is your secret to a happy marriage? It's not a secret. I think we are very, we've talked about it before. We wrote a whole book about it that's coming out in March, pre-order very soon, called Everybody Fights. We fight well, and we believe fighting is a love language. Mm-hmm. We communicate well. And we meta-communicate. Yes. Like, we, we talk about the fights and not just about what it is that we're fighting about. Right. We had a doozy of a fight the other day, <clears throat> and then we spent time after the fight talking about how we like how it escalated, yeah. how it got there, the things we did wrong, you know, and that helped. And I think that sometimes I, th- I think with my friends who have confided in me, 
the the biggest issues are things they're not fighting about the things that they're just tiptoeing around yeah. and and i think that's pretty dangerous oh i've got another thing hmm. that, that i think helps out and this has happened i'm actually i'm very proud of this in the last two weeks we've gotten in two big fights mm-hmm. and then the first one i said she told me all these things that I did that like hurt her feelings and like stuff that was wrong. And I I looked at her and I was like, I got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing. You were, you were right. And the most recent fight, you did that. Yeah. You said I got nothing. Yeah. So we're getting to the point where like we are occasionally saying, okay, you're right. I'm wrong. And it, and there is never one second of ha ha. I told you so, or see. And it's very deflating because I came to him I forget. You were, you were looking for was, a, you were like, looking for listen, a fight. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is how it started. <laughs> oh, we're gonna go. We're gonna let's do it. No. Well, okay. I I felt it was very, and we have we have this whole chapter. It's like it's called like I do everything, you do nothing. I was I was feeling as if I was taking on a lion's share of things going on at the house. I asked you to do something, and you said no, and and then. It, there was there was a lot. And I more said to it. no because, and I and the reason why was I, I was just look, COVID is stressing the hell out of me. I'm yeah. doing a lot more than I used to do, and it, I, I'd reached my point where I just needed to sit for a second. Yeah. So instead of saying, "Honey, can I have just a second and sit?" I said, "No. Yeah. I'm going to go outside and I'm going to sit." And I was sitting outside and I'm like, "You bleeping idiot!" But I couldn't. Like in the past, I would just I would passive aggressively stay in my corner and let this fight escalate. And then we we got to talking about it. Yeah, and I was like, listen, I do this, 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 and I don't appreciate that. He goes, I know, I'm sorry. I was like, wait, No, what? I actually literally said, I got nothing. Yeah, I know, and I was like, and it kind of, de- it was like very deflating. I was like prepared for a fight, and he's like, uh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, it was like going from 60 to zero. I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah, but you were right. Um, no, and and you were right the other time. I screwed up the last week. So so I think our happy marriage depends on codependent levels of communication. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me get back to the questions. Just um, love you reading the names. Gzab.fladorfin <laughs> asks. What did Gzab.fladorfin ask? Um, <laughs> oh, a narrow 29. What is your favorite thing about each other? We've done this exercise before. Yes, we do this. We actually do this kind of often. We think about when we're, you know, sometimes when your person's not your favorite person and you kind of need your person to still be your favorite person. We kind of go through this little exercise and we kind of list three things that, you know what? And I, I think today I would, and it changes, but I think today... I complimented you, but I think I need to say it again. I really admire how hard you work. I love that even in the most stressful moments, you can find a way to make us all laugh. And you have a really cute butt. Oh. Like, I don't think people really see that in the videos, but he has a really cute butt. I, okay. Well, that's a, this is a great segue into mine. I love that you are okay with all of the parts about me that I'm insecure about. Like what? Like my butt. Oh my God. I don't like my butt. butt. I love how like you do, you accept all of me, not just like a small part of me. So that's, it could be that it could be just your amazing sense of self and ability to like call yourself out sometimes when you're acting, um, 
it, look, don't get upset. Like, no, 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 no. Like, I know. I, I your can... self awareness when like yeah. something is going wrong, and it's it's not always toward me. It could be you toward the world and saying I am really this. Right. So it's could be that could be that. I'm, I'm just gonna have to go with boobs. <laughs> boobs. That's the answer. Is boobs. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Do you have weekly date nights? If so, what are they? Cut. This is Love Able Met Jay. We do now because you brought it up again. We keep forgetting. Uh, we- no, we. I think pre-COVID, yes, yeah, yes. COVID, no. Um, and the kids were really sweet. At some point, like two or three times, they made us dinner, which was adorable. And they set it up in the garage next to the garbage cans, and they. And it was, was lovely. So now I think tonight we're going to drive. I'm in my holy pajama pants right you now. You look good. But we're going to go get takeout sushi and there's a wine bar next door and we're going to sit and I, yes, I'm going to be in my pajamas. Yep. Um, and we're going to sit there and have a glass of wine where our sushi is being made. And that's going to be I date night. I love that idea. Yeah. Because we're still, we're not going into restaurants. I'm no. sure they're super safe. Um, we've yep. sat outdoor at restaurants two or three times. Uh, but we're still not going in restaurants. Um, oh, Hot Boy Soup wants to know what's your go-to soup. Wait a minute, his name is Hot Boy Soup. I know it's just like a and sexual he wants to know. Thing. No, no, let's do it. Well, Hot Boy Soup. <laughs> I really like a good ramen with very rare beef. Yeah. What and Kim? You're not a big soup person. I make this like dairy-free chicken coconut milk. <laughs> soup it's really good it's really good kayla the Wayla wants to know when is a good time for your first boyfriend oh kayla i'm gonna let him answer that one you know i had a little like middle school boyfriend yes. and i tried to tell lola and she's super grossed out by it but i i like my first kiss i'm like when was your first kiss sixth grade Sixth grade. And then not again until eighth grade because I was so bad at it. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. I know my first kiss, the girl, like the girl cried afterwards. No. I'm not kidding. It was. And so I was like, I'm not doing this for a while. I'm going to go practice on my arm. I didn't know. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know it was coming. There was like, they told me like, okay, she wants to kiss you. I was like, okay, let's do it. And I looked like this. Oh, it's very pursed. Oh God. Yeah. Well, I didn't know what to do. I did not know what to do. And so then my next one was in eighth grade with... Well, I think she actually watches our videos, so but I'm just going to say it. Her name was Danielle Rafino. That was my second kiss. It was okay, like was it a, better? a two-year drought. Were you and, like practicing on their like elbow the whole yeah, of time? Of course. And so, and then so the question, I guess someone asked her like, how, so how does he kiss? He's like, because I, I hadn't, I had a, I was batting zero, zero. And apparently she was like, oh, it was, it was good. It's fine. Oh, so, we'll yeah. ask her. Um, so oh, I'm embarrassed now. Like she's, I, I think she's married to another person that I knew growing up. So this is awkward. Um, so my first kiss. It was Bobby Parker. No. No. Brian Johansson. Oh, there was another one. Another one. You're making it sound. I think I was in seventh or eighth grade. Okay. And I, I, it was like middle school and we were like going out, but you don't go anywhere. No, you never touch each other. Never touch each other, never talk to each other, but like you, it, you make it clear through your friends that you like each other. And then I think we talked to each other at lunch for like six months. And then he told a friend like, okay, I want to kiss her. And then the friend told me, so we were sitting or it was before school in front of the science, um, in the science hallway, this the is science a very class. vivid memory okay. for you. 
And I'm, he's coming at me. I'm like, okay. And I, I, all I know is like my friends told me to do like the alphabet with your, you to do like the alphabet with your tongue. Wait a minute. You went tongue? Like on your first kiss? I mean, what, so. Who is the person who asks us this question again? You do not have to go tongue on no, your first kiss. No, don't go tongue first okay. kiss. Okay. But you went like, that's no, a listen, long kiss. No, listen, no, okay. listen, listen. I didn't get I'm, there. It did not get there. Because he's coming in. I'm like, oh God, there it is. There it is. Here it's come. And he plants his face on my face and then my friend michelle hammer called my name and i turned my head as he's sticking his tongue out so basically my first kiss he just <laughs> he licked, licked my face. Your face and so that was it until the next year or and then that was that may have been and so it was like deep into eighth grade okay so did hammer call your name because she was shocked that you were kissing someone or did she not see it and just randomly yelled your name i think or a like combination what? of both okay yeah, so and I got a lick on the side of the face. It's my first kiss. By the way, our daughter's in eighth grade. I know she's probably already done all this stuff. No, she would be horrified that you even said that. She would scream at you. She's very so. I'm sure. By the way, I think it's per- so. What I told Lola is, I had I kissed a boy in middle school. It's perfectly normal mm-hmm. and like very. I mean, do it in a very responsible sweet safe way nothing more than that please but it would be totally normal if that happened and she was super grossed out when i said that because i think that you know it, she's she needs to know that that's like those healthy relationships are completely normal and acceptable and she's going into high school next year and like that's when those things start and you know she's very good about setting boundaries and She's a good, she's a good, good girl. And it's, she should, yeah, if she wants a boyfriend, she should have a boyfriend. I mean, I don't want them like going Next places. Question. I don't want them like going places together yeah. necessarily, but. Okay. Beefrit wants to know tips for parents of littles as you look back on your not so littles. Hmm. Well, beef ribs. Um, that is a, I'm sorry, it was beef ribs, right? No. Well, it's fine. Beef. It's fine. Okay. Tips for tips for parents of littles as you look back on your not so littles. I think that it's. It's <laughs> a long pause. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to think back. I, I think that I was very. I mean, we just talked about my postpartum issues, so everything seemed harder. Yeah. But with that, I I do best with rules and structure and bedtimes and schedules like just my brain works better with that so I was pretty adamant about just like a regular nap time and bedtime and meals time and I and I probably stuck to the schedule to the point that I was a little bit of a fun killer yeah and I, I don't mean yes yeah, like yeah you no did, but yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. in hindsight I probably would have loosened up a little bit but that being said it worked for us i don't know i was really big on making all of their baby food and making homemade everything i probably would have gone to the store and bought some pouches of stuff instead of grinding my own sweet potatoes here's what i got what get them outside their comfort zone early and often yeah um and and trust that they're gonna have the strength to be able to get through it that includes like chuck them in the water when they're young get them get them to swim early get them to get them to get that feeling where like that you can be their safety net but you can be their good safety net and travel as much as you can. I know it's a pain in the butt to travel with little kids, but 
I really think that one of the reasons that we have such cool kids is that we travel with them a bunch. And our kids behave. And they get along well. Yeah. And I was really scared to travel with our kids, but they behave so much better when they're on the road because they're doing something. And I feel like our kids, when they were little, the beha- we had behavior issues if they were bored. Yeah. So if you're on the road, obviously right now is not a great time to do that. It's, a, but, it's an okay time to drive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love your comfort zone advice. That's good advice. But also... Realize that so much of how your kid turns out is it's not your fault. Is not, <laughs> not your fault. But they they come out that way. So our yeah. kids, we they they were born of the same parents and into the same lifestyle, into the same they ate the same food, and they could not be more different. Um, they they're adorable and they're really cute together, but they are so different. And we parented them virtually the same. There's a birth order thing happening, which is always, you know, fascinating to me. But that's just sometimes it's the way the kids are, you know. Yeah. Well, good. Are there any more? Have you ever hated each other? Oh. So, yeah. I mean, remember, hate and love are very close emotions. The one that you don't want is indifference. Yeah. The, the, the only one that you don't really don't want is feeling nothing. So, Sure. Like hating someone is when you look at him and you're like, man, I can't stand the sight of that. Person. I know there's been plenty of times where I'm like, I, if I had a rusty fork right now, I would plant it through his forehead. But, um, I've been there too. I'm sure. I don't think that it's ever lasted more than two and a half hours. Right. Why half? <laughs> two and a half. I'm just throwing like- it. I'm just throwing it out there. I, I, I can't see myself being like hating you for more than two and a half hours. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever hated you. Sure. You, like, th- yes, you just said you wanted to stab me with a rusty fork. That is the definition of hatred. It's like True. strong feelings of detest for somebody. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, uh, like I said, th- you don't want it to last for a full day. That's yeah. trouble. You also should feel good that you're having those feelings and you're not having feelings of indifference. Okay. We're ending on this one. We have okay. so many questions. We're gonna have to do a couple rounds of these podcasts and I'm not even going to say the name because I don't want to out them. How do you have sex with kids in the house? And I know we just talked about the frequency. So our kids are older, yeah. but I thought, I think it was easier actually when our kids were younger. And so the code word in our house is laundry. Right. So it's, I have to go fold some laundry and then, and then it's like a super bummer when there's actually laundry to do. And I'm like, no pen, we're actually folding laundry. <laughs> like, no, we got to find a better code name, but I think that's um, a good one. So it's, we, we always said like, oh, we have to go upstairs and fold laundry. So our kids are now a little as, as uh, they're great kids, but they do like just bust in the door now. So there's like a lot of door locking, but again, like we have been in this house together for so long right i feel like we've i had to yeah, get so I, creative i, I want to answer your question with another question how don't you have sex with kids in the house right now yeah it's impossible like yeah. they're always here so just I, I, my advice is just like do it yeah um fine you know like we've we've used closets and all kinds of other rooms just places <laughs> that aren't normal and just kind of made sure that no one was coming in yeah yeah, again, we're not like we're not playing music and lighting candles. Nope. <laughs> no, we're not. Anyway, great way to end that one. Oh my gosh, Max, who has to edit this podcast, is so grossed out. And Hang on, let's wait. ask him because he'll jump in. Max, how do you feel about all this? What was your favorite question? What was your favorite question? And Max? do you have any other advice you'd like to add? 
Uh, sorry, guys, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, Felicia and I were uh, folding some laundry just now. But in all seriousness, uh, raising your kids and taking them on the road traveling is uh, so important. I thought that was a great aspect you touched on. And uh, we jump at the chance of doing that as often as possible. Back to you in the home studio. <laughs> Thanks, Max. Thanks, Max. Um, we actually we got to see Max like very, very briefly. He's, yeah. He looks good, but I just like you couldn't hug him. You couldn't shake his hand. Like that sucks. You're just like, hey, buddy, from six feet away. I know. Um, cool, cool, cool. Hey, guys, this podcast is my therapy and it feels good to. Do you feel better? I do feel better. Good. Yeah. Well, thank you. So thank you for listening to us. And thank you for asking those questions because it uh, brought a smile to my wife's face. Oh, what about you? Uh, I'm generally happy. So I'm good. You're so if you enjoyed this if you didn't i don't know but if you did take a screenshot share it on instagram and stories tag us i love seeing them ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I do my very best to respond. Um, yeah. Well, thank you guys. Hey, if you've hit the six-month wall, we're going to get through it. Yep. It's going to be okay. It's Everything's going to be okay. Hang in there. Hang in there, guys. Okay? Bye. Bye.